All right. Let's bring let's bring my boy. Let's bring my boy Mike and Mike. Um, you have been handling the after show. What can we what can we ex- expect this week on the after show tonight? And this is the part where where you talk. All right. Welcome to uh, welcome to the upcoming after show here. We're calling it we're calling it off mic now. Just want to give you guys a heads up what's going on. We're going to bring on a big wide receiver guy. He's a sensation for Campus to Canton. We're going to talk about just, you know, about him, how he got into the space, how he got to Campus to Canton. I'm going to do a little segment called Slacking in School. We're going to talk about the official. We're going to talk about, obviously, freshman wide receivers, as his name insinuates. And unlike some people on this podcast, big wide receiver guy has more range than Ohio State fans, and he can also talk about running backs. That's right. That's going to be on the after show. All right, so there's a preview there from Mike. Uh, Mike has been running the after show and doing an excellent job, so make sure you stay tuned for that. Um, Go to the website. Check out all the content around the Campus to Canton family. Of course, check out the the podcast feed. Give us a rate and review. All right, that's going to be our show for tonight. Apologies to Kirk Herbstreet. We ran out of time. We will get him rescheduled soon. For Matt Bruning and Chris Moxley, I'm Felix Sharp. Good night and good luck. Matt, I didn't, I didn't, uh, 4451. Oh, we're going to get tagged. We're gonna yeah, get, we're yeah gonna we get just, tagged, we but. just, uh, we just got, uh, copyrighted. So what? Copyrighted. 4451. Let me write that down. Put it <laughs> you, in the- you remember that I'm leaving, right? So like, you're the one who's, yes, gonna be I, that's why I'm doing Yes. Okay. I'm the one who's going to have to mi- mix it. 4451. Okay. Um, I'll set the scene here since nobody else wants to. Well, let me I, hand it off to you, Mike. Mike Valerie, FF underscore Dirty Mike on Twitter. Um, the upcoming host, upcoming talent at Campus to Canton has been doing an excellent job with the after show. And, you know, it's it's your thing. It's your thing, Mike. Uh, thank you, Moxley. You're, you've been muted for a minute. I don't know if you knew that. I do now. I, well, I'm glad actually because I was I was saying along to your CCR. Okay, uh, all right. I'll set the scene. Don't like worry about it. I got it. I got it. All right, everyone listening, I got my aviators on. I got my my military boonie cap on, and yes, I have a vintage 1970 flak jacket on too from from Vietnam. And does anyone in the crowd want to ask why? Did you serve in Vietnam? No, but the stats that my guest is going to drop on this podcast is going to blow you away. That's right. It might even it might even put Matt's kids down, as he likes to say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, let me introduce my guest. This is a big wide receiver guy, aka also named Matt. Matt, please please tell us about yourself, where we can find you, and just 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 go on. Yeah, thanks, Mike. That was a beautiful intro, very poetic. Um, yeah, I'm Matt, big wide receiver guy to most of you. I'm uh, uh, the recruiting analyst at. Campus Ken, along with uh, Solving Football, Dave Nipple, or Kipple. I don't know how it's pronounced, it, honestly. <laughs> I, think it bad I, think, I think he said Nipple. I think he said Well, it's a K-N. So, like, do you yeah. pronounce the K? K's got to yeah. be silent on that one. That's why I'm that's – we, we got to get Dave on next week to, to clarify. No, he didn't want to. I actually – I asked him. I asked him. But he it's said like no. K-N-I-P-E-L or whatever. So You have permission to mess it up because he said no to coming on the show. It's no hard feelings. Oh, man. I wonder if he was doing anything tonight. Oh, man. Yeah, so uh, if, case, 
you guys couldn't get it though, you can find Matt on Twitter at Big Wide Receiver, which is just uh Whiskey Romeo and then Guy at Big Wide Receiver Guy on Twitter. Uh, I think he's you're less than a year in the space, right? And you're already past a thousand followers. Yeah, I right? just hit a year at the beginning of this month. That's nice. Like That's cool. Seventh or eighth. So. That's awesome. Now, uh, I just want to give you a heads up, Matt, for when you're talking tonight. You're a very smart guy. You're beyond me. But oh, man. That's I, high expectations. Oh, I can't let anyone know that. So whenever you give a stat, I have to give some sort of stat, too. I want everyone to think I'm just as smart as you. So so every time you give a number out, I got I to gotta include something, are, too. Are these going to be numbers from my database that you have access to? Um, no, but there are, I do have questions relevant to your database, and okay. I do appreciate the access to it. Um, all right, so the first segment here, I, I just want to say that you're slacking in school, um, Matt. It's not your oh, fault. Man. I just noticed that you're not in the actual company Slack, like talking to everybody. So I wanted to give you and our viewers a little rundown of what goes behind the scenes because, you know, at Campus Can, we like to have some fun too behind the scenes. So you're not in the recruiting channel. I think that's the issue. But I don't see you ever talking in, in general or random. Well, yeah, or because I'm all talking about recruiting. Uh, all business and no play. That's all right. That's where I come in. So I, I'm here to let you know that you missed on, on the on the mac and cheese debate. So there's been a debate in this channel. Are, are you like a Velveeta guy or do you like the craft powder mac and cheese? I, I believe I, I've observed this, but I did not chime in. Thankfully. Okay, that's good. Yeah. I'm also a powder it's, guy. It's craft. Now I do yeah. like like the bricks of Velveeta cheese that you can get. Like just throwing that on for some like easy nachos. Jeez. I oh, think okay. it's fine. Like not for mac and cheese though. Not for a charcuterie board either, right? I don't know what that is, but sure. Oh, all right. Don't worry about it. We'll keep going. Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh. Whoa, that's a, there's a whole bunch <laughs> yeah, of right there. Is you that like a, a charcuterie meat and board crowder? Yeah, yeah. Meat and cheese on a usually on a wooden plank. You know, uh, okay. have it with wine. If Austin was I mean, here, I'm sorry, I don't have oh, the fancy. Say charcuterie board, and Austin appears. <laughs> charcuterie. Uh, <laughs> Because it's a it's a very Austin taste type thing. Uh, you, that second item is that you miss you miss how nobody knows um, remix to ignition by R Kelly R I P to R yeah, Kelly. Yeah, see, I, I do know, I do know. Okay, thank you. So if I said it's the freaking weekend, baby, you would say the happiest of fun. Yeah. Okay. To okay. Good. I just had to quiz you there. I thought you were going to say beginning. I was going to say hot and fresh out the kitchen. So okay. That's what right. I was he getting knows. ready for. He knows. He knows. Okay. Um, the sec- Hold up. I got a phone call coming in. Give me a second. Oh, man. Yeah. What? You got a series? Hold up. One second, guys. Somebody set the scene. Uh, uh, Mike is on the phone, and his phone is a rotten as a banana. banana phone. That's a, I have, okay, I have banana. a very mature I have, I have a huge announcement to make. Okay, Campus Gang's very own Hannah is now engaged. I just want to give everyone give me a round of applause. Oh wow! Congratulations. Yes, yes, you missed that. We actually do have a behind the scenes interview with her fiance. Um, we got some questions to him. We asked him. This is all unofficial stuff, by the way. Uh. We asked him if she was surprised, and he answered. His name is Tanner, by the way. Tanner, Tanner Banana answered. <laughs> he answered, yes, yeah, she was very surprised. Um, seeing how she was a Colts fan, he knew that she wasn't expecting a ring anytime soon. So, <laughs> so that was huge. And, of course, he, he capped off her whole conversation with, you know, how much he, he loves her and, and how she's the one on one in his heart. 
I asked him what the wedding colors was. He said, of course, it's going to be red. The whole bridal party is going to be dressed in, in um, top, top outfits. I can't even, what's it called? The, what, the, what's the, the, the hilltoppers. The hilltoppers. Yeah. Yes. The whole bridal actually, party. I've actually heard, I actually have a scoop about this. I've heard that Big Red is the potential maid of honor. And I, I, I don't want to confirm it, but I've heard that that might be true. Why? All right, we're going to move on to the second one. We also found out that Dwight was a DJ. I don't know if you knew that, Matt. I didn't, but I also did see that as well. See, I, I'm That's lurking cool. on the general okay. chat. I just, don't, I just don't put my input in there too often. Okay. Oh, I, Well, we want to hear more of you. I want to get to know okay. you more. That's why we got you on the after show. Um, uh, Austin's cat has its own gravitational pull. I don't know if you saw that. It's I did so not big. know that. It's huge. Um, we cyber-bullied Alfred into actually watching the show now, so mission accomplished to everybody here. Speaking of, we gonna we gonna drop something for uh, Alfred today. Okay. Oh yeah yeah yeah. What's it gonna? Yeah. Be? What do, what do you, well, what he watches the well, show actually, now. actually, no, we shouldn't no, because doesn't. Alfred actually yeah. listens to this. Oh, we so gotta. Uh, yeah, we can't do it because Alfred actually listens to this, so we can't. We can't do it. We'll have to do it. Does listen to the after show or listen to the regular show? He listens to both. I think he listens to both. Uh, he, okay. he messes me about it. So. All right, very last last small announcement Dang here for, for slacking in school. Uh, we all just want to wish Corey to get well soon. He's fumbling underneath the weather. So, Corey, hope you get well soon. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Matt. I, okay, just everyone knows Austin's here in the chat. Austin, don't say hi, though, because it's about Matt tonight. Matt, uh, tell us how you you found Campus Can. How did you, how'd you come, come by us? How did you get into the whole space? Like, What, what drove you to um, wanting to make a database, wanting to get into the recruiting aspect? Just go on. Uh, yeah, so I started off as just a NFL draft nut. Uh, I covered every position, all defensive positions, offensive line, all of that. And uh, but I was just doing all behind the scenes for myself. I didn't make, I didn't start posting anything until I made my account last year, and then I quickly moved over to fantasy. But um, yeah, I, I I started getting to data about two years ago. And I actually had a, a model for every position, which was pretty neat, but too crazy to sustain. And then about a year after that is when I made my account. I decided to focus on wide receivers because I personally, for me, it was the hardest position to evaluate, especially statistically through data. But um, yep, that's pretty much it. Okay. And uh, who brought you to, uh, to the family? Oh, right, how I got to C2C. I kind of skipped that giant part. So, good. so uh, I first saw C2C around, like, I think April of last year. And uh, I, I immediately became a subscriber when I saw the site. I saw the, the freshman rankings really intrigued me. Because at that point, I wasn't really that into the recruiting side of things. I didn't really get into the recruiting until the summer of that year. And... Uh, the first person that ever contacted me through Camp Scan was Austin, I think, in like Okay. Uh when was it? Probably like May or June around there. Okay. Just as a casual DM uh telling me I did good work. I think it was on my mold scores. Something like that. And then after that I started getting more and more into recruiting. I posted a top fifty wide receiver recruit rankings. At the end of the summer, I feel like that really started getting my name out there and the more of the C2C sphere for the recruiting side of things. Because that wasn't really work I had been doing up to that point. So I kind of just 
you know, thought of something cool, so I dove into it. And then that eventually caught on to these guys. And yeah, the rest is Well, we had to do some coercing. <laughs> oh, yeah. You want to get into that part where I. I mean, we can I had to feel bad. I had to decline Felix. You turned us down. Oh, wow. I did. We are. We. I. I, I don't want to. I'll say. Okay, now I'm going to say. I am the Nick Saban of <laughs> Debbie website recruiting. How many people of the five people on here? Felix got one of you here, and I got. And Felix, I got Mike here, and then what? Felix and I teamed up for Matt. So yeah. We even we got score. a guy, we go get him. Yeah, I mean it, the pitch the pitch was hard. You guys came in hardball. It was just out of the blue, and I wasn't ready for it. You know. Okay. Um, I also did forget one more thing for slacking in school. I just wanted to put it out there because I got to. If I don't pat myself on the back, who else is? Matt, you want to guess who has the most viewed article on the website so far? Oh man, is it you? I hey, that was a great article. Yeah, you I like know. the opening. Michaelicious, the, the Fergalicious, yeah. Yes, thank you, good man. He knows Fergalicious and and ignition. Probably nobody else in campus can does apparently. Hey, come on. <laughs> well, I, I'm a bit on the younger side for the team age. Yeah, Felix is probably raising the average. I'm sorry, I'm raising the average on what <laughs> age for this website on age. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike, I, I, Mike, I, I text, I uh, DM'd Mike, and I told him to call me this afternoon. He said, "Why'd you do the dad thing to me?" His <laughs> uncle called me. Yeah, he said, "Call me." I, I call people. I Facetime people too. Is that old? I Facetime. Uh, no, 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 it depends how you hold the phone. Really, Austin saying yes. Be- I, I have never. I text Felix sometimes, but I would say the majority of times I talk to Felix, it is over the phone. Yeah, uh, well, he's the only person that that is true for. Yeah, I, I mean, wanna... definitely phone calls are old people territory. Uh, Felix, Felix definitely messed up by giving me his number, no though. Offense, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Felix and I were were talking on the phone this weekend. That's what my parents for, do. So Felix and I are on the phone this weekend for like 20 minutes talking about the launch of the website and, and everything. And like, I'm basically narrating my life to him. Like, I see a like a ra- like a raptor in the yard, and then my wife comes over, and Felix is like. Feels the only person I talk to on the phone, so I have very little filter for when I talk to somebody on the phone. Felix basically heard my whole life that was going on, and because he's Just the only person live that calls narrating, me. pretty mm-hmm. much. I saw a beautiful falcon in the yard. My wife came over, look at the falcon. Like Felix basically heard what, everything that goes on in my life on a day to day basis because I don't. I just don't talk to people on the phone, so I don't know uh-huh. when to uh, not. I just narrated my whole life to him, basically. All right, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about the official to the the new show here for for Matt. Um, Matt, I do want to start off with uh, now. I haven't personally worked or really actually talked out of all the founders. I think I haven't talked too much to to Alfred. And let me just check my rankings real quick. Yeah, okay. So I have him down as a tier three founder. Oh man, how is it? How is it working with whoa, whoa, Alfred? Whoa, whoa, time man. out, time out, time out. Who's tier one? I love working with Alfred. I I can't. I don't. Are you subscribed to that part of the website, Mox? No, actually, I'm I'm only a uh, a scholarship member. I'm not an NIL member, and you know, there's so many benefits with the NIL yeah, stuff. You NIL. get that private Discord. I and I mean, I don't think I think your rank your founder rankings are included in that, and I I just don't have it. I checked my R squared is 100, percent so I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think, like sure. me, Alfred is also not a very heavy general chat user in the Slack. So I, I feel like you're sleepy on him because of that. Okay. Depending his. I mean, again, if, if, if you're in the recruiting or the uh, the official Slack, you know, we're going off all day. How do I how do nice. I get into this recruiting Slack? I feel like or the official yeah, Slack. It's I, exclusive. I, oh, I you want say, me to? I was I mean, gonna say could, I, I, I could add you. I think I don't know. Y'all, I don't know y'all how added to add t- Slack. Y'all added Tim to it, right? Yeah. Well, Tim's directly working with us. Uh, oh, I, was gonna, uh, I, was gonna, I was gonna say he uh, he got the addition, and I I I brought him on. I can't even get an addition. I mean, there I, I, thought, I, did, not, I many, did not know you wanted to be in it. I'm sorry. There are too well, many like, Slack channels. It's too hard to keep track of everything that's going on, all the conversation. I don't know how you all keep track of it because it is just it's very difficult. That's why I, mean, I, I call, just stay. That's why I just stay my call two channels. People. We're under the age of sixty, so it's not that <laughs> I was, difficult. I wasn't going to say. <laughs> I can't I can't handle it? Just call me on the phone. I'm, I fi- I figure that <laughs> if just, I need to know something, somebody will alert me to it. <laughs> there, how many times have you been texted that you were on the clock in a mock? Or our draft. Not as much as Alfred. Twitter is not hard. Twitter's there's just one thing to keep track of. In the I Slack have, and in the Discord, there's 97 channels. It's it's not that count. They're all organized. I don't. I can't. I can't keep track of it. They're actually very well organized. I actually think Slack does a good job of that. It's also like only 24 people. I think too. It's not even like. <laughs> I'm telling you. All right. Well. Uh. Let's let's start talking some Debbie freshman here. This is this is what uh I'm Debbie. I don't really care about C to C or not. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> I care about C to C. I'm so tired. Say CFF. Can we clip CFF. that. Can we clip that? Don't clip that. So Debbie's my thing. C to C. I just had my first draft. I just had my first draft, and I'm watching the official. The official is very high on a one Caleb Webb, and I just need you. I need you to sell him on me besides the analytic portion. I see he's number three in your model. Um, just go on to just sell me on Caleb, but sell me and the people on Caleb. Bud. So you want from more of a film perspective than uh, what I got in my database that you've already seen? Well, both. Give me both. Cause I like both. Well, I like, I like well, when the analytics matches the film. I did the write up in the guide on Caleb Webb. Oh, so, but yeah, he's a, uh, he's a really Great size speed guy. I think he's around 6'2", 190-ish, I think, on his last 24-7. But he's really he's a really good deep ball guy. He's not the most refined, but, you know, he's, he's a really good freak. But he, uh, he really good jump balls down the field. Pretty good after the catch. He was a big-time kick and punt returner for them at, um, I forget the school, McDonough, I think, in Georgia. And they're mm-hmm. a really big school in Georgia, so. He gets extra points there for high level of competition. And he's going to a pretty good landing spot in Tennessee. Do you think he could uh he could push Cedric Tillman a little bit? Austin's guy. Austin's really inflating his price lately. <laughs> I mean, Austin doesn't think so. I I he's probably not gonna beat him out his freshman year, straight up, but I, I think there's a good chance that Till or not Tillman, that Webb could get some playing time just early. Maybe okay. even as a punt returner early on, now that Velas is gone. I don't know if they have somebody else lined up for that spot, but he was a very accomplished returner in high school, which yeah, we're so finding out that is actually something that's really important is return stats. The problem okay. with that is that literally all the guys at Tennessee brings in this year have significant return experience 
at wide receiver. So it'll be in, it'll be interesting to see who they give that that gig right. to. Marcarius is 150 pounds. You shut your damn mouth. He's a better He's returner, true. though. Better uh, that's another size guy. Another size guy. Let's go. So and, Austin can't uh, be on the regular show, but he's got a lot of opinions for the after show. I can't believe that. Just got done working. I'm, I want I want I'm to too, say, though. I'm too. Yeah. Go, Mike. Sorry. We just talked about Caleb Webb. He gave us some some factual information, so I have to give my own facts, too. We're going to go a little a little wedding themed here. I just want you guys to know when when technically when two people kiss, it could be at a wedding or anywhere else. It technically makes one long tube from one butthole to the other. And that's going to be approximately 60 feet of of uh, of tube. Now, wait, wait, I think you're wouldn't have to go through like your intestines and stuff. Isn't that like a mile long or something? I just Googled that just track length and, and came up with 30 feet. Okay. Don't argue okay. my numbers. I gotta I'm do sorry. another one after this I'm now. Sorry. All right, you know, you hold on. All right. Yeah, Matt. If we, Matt if we lay down, guy here. If we lay down Calvin Austin along sixty feet, how many Calvin Austins will fit in sixty feet? Oh man, so that's sixty-eight inches. Uh, how many feet total? Sixty feet. You got like ten seconds. Oh, then like ten, eleven. Yeah, you're close. Hey, you're close. Oh, yeah. you nailed it. Yeah, 10 and a half. Very good. All right. Nice. All right. All right. That's fine. I'll give you another number. Okay. The longest veil in any wedding ever, the history of, of weddings. Oh, was... man. People, people are so extra. I bet you that's like 100 feet. I'm, I'm probably yeah. underestimating it. It was the length of 63 football fields. Now, if we oh, assume, if we assume Kyrie Williams has unlimited stamina, and he runs a four seven forty. How long will it take Kyron Williams to run all the way down the end of the veil? Oh man, oh man, you got me there. Uh, it's gonna uh, be. Let's uh, go. Let's go a minute oh, thirty. What at a four? No, okay. It's gonna take him twelve minutes and twenty seconds. That's like a mile. <laughs> oh no, I wasn't close. Okay, <laughs> more than a mile. It's like almost. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, all right. Got you, Matt. I got the Thank other you. one pretty good. I got the other one. All right, Caleb. All right, so I also want to talk about another guy you brought to my attention. I haven't seen anyone talk about him on the Twitter space at all whatsoever. This is going to be a little more of a CFF asset possibly, but DeAndre Coleman. And mm. also, I did talk about my article earlier. I do want to give a shout-out to Matt for um, helping me with that article because actually a lot of those prospects came from Matt himself, and I think he's really bringing to light a lot of these, um, well, you know, guys outside the top 20, which no one really looks at. So DeAndre Coleman, you told me he was the second highest recruited um, player that that Coastal Carolina has ever had. Coastal Carolina still has Grayson McCall for at least one more year. So just tell me what you expect from from uh, Coleman his freshman year. Just just talk about talk to me about DeAndre Coleman. Yeah, I definitely agree. He's more of a CFF asset than you know a potential pro player. But I I don't see how he doesn't get on the field at least end up at fourth in target share, but probably third. But he, he's an explosive playmaker. He's not that fast, but 20, 20 miles per hour is plenty good, especially if you're going to coastal. You're not going to be playing that good of competition. But um, And they're, they're just such a high-volume passing offense, and there's so much opportunity there. They're, they're returning receiver from last year, I think had like 500 yards last year. So... Yeah, because like, there's losing... so much opportunity, and he's so highly acclaimed compared to everyone else they have there. 
Yeah, they're losing Isaiah Likely and uh, Javon Halai to the to the draft. I believe I know I have the exact number in a future article coming up. So I wrote like four of them out, but I know this could be over fifty percent of their receiving production right there. So, and I I couldn't even tell you the names of who's behind them. And out of uh, are they are they in the Sun Belt? What uh, what conference are they in? I think. Oh man, that's a toughie. Okay, Sun I'm Belt. not very good. With, I'm not very good with conferences. Okay, we got the Austin, nod from Austin at Sun Belt. Furiously shaking his head. Yeah, that I I think Coastal Carolina's just kind of got that whole conference on lock. So I, I expect them to be up early, maybe give the freshman a little bit of a shot. Um, a lot of so I'm I'm new to to fresh ranking myself. I know you went the analytical route, and you also watched tape too, but I'm new. So um, we had a, a metric made here at Campus Campus called Campus to Ken called the year one zero. And, and pretty much that's kind of what I base my initial thought process on. When I look at a prospect, I, I think if I, they could possibly beat the year one zero. And I wish Chris Moxley was here because he actually just left. So he can explain to me all eight categories. But I know one's like kick return, punt return, um, uh, 100 yards receiving, one touchdown or 10 receptions. Uh, there's a few other there's like two or three others escaping me, but yeah. anyway, that's that's what I look at, and I actually think DeAndre Coleman can probably beat most of those metrics. Now I know it only yeah. measures top 300 in the class, but it makes me feel good. Yeah, I, mean, I I don't see how he doesn't at least hit those marks. Like there's just they just have nobody else. Um. All right, we're, we're gonna give you a little more of a fun question here. Okay. All right. <laughs> Felix looked up from his phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm paying attention to the well, Mike. You sound great, by the way. Much, Thank much you. better with the audio. I mean, yeah, I I'm working out lately. I had oh, to man. post all the polls and stuff like that while we're doing the show. So now I'm looking at the responses. I didn't really get to pay attention to the how the reception was of the um, the guide coming out tonight. How was the guide received? I actually sent it to um, our sleeper channel. Um, they're all they're all C to C subscribers. Um, a lot of people were pretty upset about not some names not being up there or whatever. Oh, um, who? Uh, Probably. Kate, man, I got Katron, Katron Allen, Katron uh, Allen? Jordan, yeah. Jordan Hudson. Uh, I was a Jordan names. Hudson fan. Number one, Emmanuel Henderson fan. Henderson, I got, I got a DM. Katron Allen. DM I mean, I could at least Henderson. kind of understand Jordan Hudson, but Katron Allen, people are upset about. <laughs> what is the best case scenario? Katron Allen. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Besides Nicholas Singleton gets hit the by best a bus case tomorrow. scenario is he <laughs> transfers to Northwestern. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Austin, do you feel yeah. the same way about Evan Pryor at uh, State? Well, I think Pryor is a better player. Like straight up, Evan Pryor was like my RB four last year or something. But I also okay. think Ohio State, their offense is prolific enough where I think they can get Pryor involved enough to get him some draft stock. If Singleton's what we think he is, he's going to get what seventy percent of the backfield touches there, maybe even more than that. And it's not a very Maya good Williams, offense, who, especially with my and Williams. Who I know Felix, big fan, mine Williams. Let, I, let the big, I, I think Williams. he's. I let do. I think that Brian Williams is a really good back. back. All right. All right. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So I'm. Like, I'm going to get to the question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll get. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll get to the question. The question was, if if there's a zombie apocalypse tomorrow, man. No, not tomorrow. There's zombie apocalypse at the Fancy Football Expo, <laughs> and you have you <laughs> have to pair up. You, you have to pair up with one person from C to C. You have to just pick one partner to survive. Oh, Who's man. it going to be and why? I know who I would pick. I'm oh, I know who I would pick, too. I'd pick oh, Derek. Derek's going to figure that shit out. 
I mean, honestly, I, I know you have military service. I, I think I would honestly just go with you. I appreciate you know, that it. That just seems it like a good set. Interesting. Go ahead, Jared. Our Jared, our, our who works on the CFF side of things, uh, yeah. he's an engineer. So like that's a Jared pretty, that's a pretty good. I feel like I feel like that's not going to sure. help me with like the day to day of murdering zombies, though. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, feel like that's I think long term sustainability. But yeah, but it's just me and one. It's just me and one other person. We're not going to like we can only get so much done. Yeah, yeah. See, so I, my thought process. I'm sorry, Matt. It's not going to be no offense. I mean, it's okay because I would I would pick. I, Felix. I'm not running very long. I think I would pick Felix so I'm too. Gonna die pretty fast. Here's why I, I pick Felix. Never mind. I just want to explain it. First off, Felix. I'm gonna pick Austin as a human shield. Wow. <laughs> Austin's really tall. It's like he, I could definitely crouch down behind him. I mean, I'm taller than Austin, so I Austin's pick... gonna go into his oh. uh, into his his panic room and he'll be fine I mean, just for say, like five I, years. This is unconfirmed, <laughs> but I believe I'm the tallest. C2C contributor. Okay, how tall are you? I'm six foot five. Yeah, yeah. I make you the tallest. Got him, Austin. Gotcha. I I used (laughs) to play offensive tackle. Got him. So I'm six foot five, well above 300. I'm a pretty large Uh guy. Okay, so you would slow me down. That's why I got a big Felix. I would slow you down. Maybe I'd bring him. I'm not a very good cardio runner in the slide. I'm picking Felix because one, he used to be a collegiate athlete, so I feel like he can get back in shape after a couple months of running around. I, feel, I believe I'm in him. Like I, don't, I don't know what you do. Like <laughs> back in shape, very hard shade. <laughs> okay. Also, Felix has such charisma that no matter what group we come across of, I feel like he can talk his way into the group or out of the group for us. And that's, that's hey, can I tell you? You come, come across another group of survivors. Hey, can I tell you about CTC real quick? <laughs> I would. I would absolutely do that. I would do that to the zombies if they if they'll buy the, the guide. I'll please. Shut you up, buy the guide, man. you get to live. We spray paint numbers on them and throw a ball out there and just see what they do. <laughs> I would absolutely sell first, memberships to some zombies. The first ZFL zombie football league. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! All right, let's keep going. Uh, let's talk about the Houston wide receivers. I I am a growing fan of the Houston offense. I really am. Clayton Tune finished last year with th- he finished last year with three. 300-yard games out of the last five games. So he really caught fire at the end there. Um, I gave a stat out, I want to say a week ago, maybe it might have been two, to Matt Bruning where um, I said only three power five second-year wide receivers um, eclipsed 900 yards. Now, if we include D5 into that group, you have a total of eight. And Nathaniel Dell is one of those eight. So I I think uh, – he's, he's a fake year two. Yeah, well, he's, I'm not in on him because of his – he's yeah. – oh, Okay. Okay. All right. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. I'm not in Nathaniel Dell. Wait, wait, I, have a question. I have a question about that, actually. Go on, go on, go um, on. So we've seen success from Juco wide receivers that transfer but are productive within their first or second year. And I don't think Nathaniel Dell is an example of an NFL producer, but we've seen it happen with uh, Brandon Ayoub, for example. Yeah. Do you – do you value those players like all that differently? Because I've kind of trended to being more amenable to JUCO players than I was maybe previously. Like four years out of high school for a JUCO player isn't quite the same as four years out of high school with a guy who entered like the FBS. Like I think there's a big difference between these two. I mean, honestly, I've never treated them differently. 
I, I just, I've always just seen it straight years out of high school. The only reason they're going the JUCO route is just because they're not meeting the marks academically. Yeah. 90% of the time. You know, especially okay. if there's somebody that ends up on our radar, they probably have the talent coming out of high school. They just weren't there academically or whatever. So they couldn't get, you know, they couldn't get into a good school. That's yeah. what really I, it came down to. I have become way more into like, let's say a guy's in Juco for three years, breaks out, breaks out at the FBS level in year four. Like I view that a lot differently than a guy didn't break out year one for example i like there are a lot of contingencies based oh on yeah it. i would i wouldn't compare a juco exactly exactly one breakout to yeah it's totally different things that's yep for me that's comparing a year three to a year three you know exactly that's how i would compare yeah, yeah okay yeah. it's gonna be uh another pop quiz time here all right matt get ready matt bruning we're gonna assume because i don't know we're gonna assume he's five foot nine <laughs> can anyone tell me that's nice. accurate <laughs> oh no! Uh, he's, sh- <laughs> he's shorter than he's shorter than that. Okay, we're gonna we round up here. It's it's pre combine. <laughs> we can round up. He's five foot nine, and if he's an average size male, that makes his surface area of his body twenty nine point seven five square feet. Still being generous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How many hands does Kenny Pickett need to fully encompass Matthew Rooney's oh, man. body? That's hot. Uh, let me see. It would it just be three or three point three point something? Well, no, his hands. His hands are like eight and a half inches. And then we're talking about Matthew Bruni, who's twenty nine point seven five square feet, which sounds wrong, but I'm not sure anymore. Uh, do I have to calculate the square feet of his hands? I can't do that. Okay, well, I'll tell you the answer. It's in the fifties. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Okay. I mean, I thought we were just doing eight divided by. 28 or whatever. So, no, it's okay. That will be four point something. We got to. You got really yourself a stats guy, huh? Yeah, yeah we got to really yeah. these stats. No, I never, I never claimed to be the stats guy. Oh, that's that's the team you got recruited for. Maybe that's not like that's like Demonte Train of switching over to linebacker. You can't do that midseason. <laughs> he was recruited as a linebacker at one, at, for the majority of his. He was career. recruited by Ohio State as linebacker. Yeah. Oh, all right. I wasn't really around for that. I don't know. And, but yeah, I really mean, Mike. Something else Mike doesn't know is that I'm a Ohio State fan, so I did not appreciate his slander earlier. Damn. I did not know that. I didn't either. Not are you sure. are you a Patriots fan by any chance? No, no Eagles. Why are they? Why is a Patriot your uh, profile photo on Twitter? Oh, because it's Vince Wolfork. Yeah, I know that. Big wide fan. receiver guy. Vince yeah, Wilfork or Lodi Mata. They need to be in the Hall of Fame. And as I, someone who is, something... I'm sorry, you can keep going, Felix. No, go ahead, Matt. Uh, I was about to go on a lie, like Vince Wolfork. Because uh, no. growing up, I was always the very big guy. As a freshman in high school, when I started playing football, I was 6'3, 300. Jeez. So I, I wore 75 for Wolfork. So I always looked up to him. The uh, high school, the high school coach must have been excited to see your ass walk through that front door. Yeah, his longevity and the fact that he was at the center of so many defense—it's Haloti not of the same way. Just because these big three techniques didn't generate the stats, t- like teams were built around them. They need to those two. It bothers me that those two are not in the Hall of Fame, and they should. I, I think. I think he'll. I think Will Fork will get it eventually. I don't think Nada is eligible yet. I think he only retired like one or two years ago. 
I gotta I gotta put a pause in this because we, we never finished talking about the Houston wide receivers. We even say their names. We didn't even touch on it. Okay, let's talk about wide receiver 25, Matthew Golding, and I believe he's gotta be in the 50s or 60s, but CJ Nelson. Now, I actually really want mm-hmm. you to talk about CJ Nelson first, if you could, um, because I believe if I check my notes, I don't know, it's on the website, but I, I believe he was a he was used in four different positions his senior year, but he primarily played quarterback, which is sad. So I feel like he actually kind of got a discount bump in his recruiting because they didn't really see him do much his uh, senior year. But just tell me about your um, expectations of them and, and maybe long-term outlook, Debbie values, talk about them. Yeah, so with Nelson, he, he wasn't a guy that I was really high on until I made my database, and he really pops with the numbers. So then I went back, watched the film, got his mile-per-hour time, and he hits 20.8 miles per hour. And, you know, he was really versatile. He played so many roles for that offense. But he does have a good amount of tape on wide receivers. So I didn't feel that, you know, I was projecting that much compared to a different wide receiver, obviously. Okay. So I I mean – Oh, so I – All right. (laughs) I do get worried about some players. Just just giving some examples out. People brought up about Quinn Ewers in the chat. I get worried about um, like Trey Lance, who hasn't touched the football field in like well in like two years. So you're are you not worried about him taking a year off from playing wide receiver full? Like you're not like worried about the the time off? No, not particularly. Or we're talking about a 17 year old high school football player. Is he 17 right now? Like hasn't gone? Uh, I mean, I, I have to check. Okay, you almost got me you excited got me there. Spot. You got me on spot there. Sorry. Oh, God, he doesn't know his numbers. This guy doesn't know numbers. Oh, no, yeah, I'm from. <laughs> All right. Um, and what about Matthew Golden, too? Uh, just just freshman year expectations. You know, I talk about the year one zeros. So. Uh, Nelson is 18. Damn it. Okay. Okay, but, yeah, Matthew Golden. Uh, I talked about him on the uh, – on. Uh, Brandon's pod, the CFF uh, future freshman pod. Okay. And uh, I really think he's going to pop off year one. Like, I don't see how he doesn't. Dell's in the way, but Dell's more of that slot, Marquez right. Stevenson kind of player. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Golden should just immediately start on the outside. I don't see how he doesn't. They don't have anybody. I think their next leading receiver only had 500 yards, something like that last yeah. year. Jeremy Singleton, I think, who was wide receiver two, transferred out. He's at Georgia Southern. Okay, even better. Yeah, I, mm. I know they got Joseph Manjack in as a transfer from USC, who I'm actually yeah. a fan of. Pass. I do like him. Oh, he's really athletic, dude. 21.8 miles per hour. I yeah, so I do. 200. I do want to bring this up to you. You reference miles per hour a lot and just explain why that is. You're clearly you're I'm just going to assume you're not a combine guy. You don't care about that. You care about the miles per hour on the field. Uh, I mean, to a certain extent, I care about combine. But. OK, but but just tell us tell us the why you're passionate about the miles per hour. Yeah, because it, it just truly shows you how fast the guy is actually going to play in pads on the field, which is ultimately different than how they are going to do at the combine or on a track, you know running their 100 meter. So yeah, it's, it's just more it's more relevant. So I have a question about that actually too. Um, Sorry, just real real quick real quick. It, so ahead. it puts a it puts a number to when 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 you see analysts on Twitter say game speed. Is that kind of like that's kind of where I go with it. You would agree? Essentially, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Chris. So 
a guy like Traylon Burks is a good example of this because Traylon Burks is fast on the football field. Like his top speed is he will rival basically top three, top five NFL play receiver <laughs> day steps onto onto the field. Um, but his forty is slow, and I I as someone who's studied him thinks a lot of that is attributable to um, it takes him a little bit of time to build up. So his max speed on the football field is very fast, right? Like I, I think it's twenty two point six is where he was clocked at. Forty time a little bit slower because it's a shorter, it's a shorter distance at the end of the day, and it takes him time to ramp up. So how do we reconcile um, short area speed at, or speed over smaller distances to uh, max speed? Like, what is, I guess, what is your recommendation for players like that, or like how do you view them? maybe differently or like take into account, especially their role. A guy like Traylon Burst was used so differently in, in school. Yeah. So in terms of that, I, that's if anybody's been following me on Twitter lately, I've been actually talking about something similar to that with how the getting out of your stance uh, from a 40 yard dash is just so much different than how a wide receiver is going to be coming out of their stance on the field. Never are they going to be in a three point sprinter stance. So and and that relies on so much technique that's going to affect the forty times so much. Jalen Burks is hitting pretty much the same miles per hour time during his forty as he is on the field. He hit twenty two points, I think eight. I clocked him at during the forty during his last ten, and I got him at twenty two point six on the field. So that's the speed that really matters to me. But in terms of another way to evaluate other than the ten yard split currently i i don't have one but that's something we could be working on in the future once i find a reasonable you know solution to that okay yeah, I, was, I was gonna say that that's probably a lot harder to track than it is <laughs> like yeah, a, guy, a guy running open downfield right mm-hmm, yeah. and, it's just because there's so many variables with yeah. just doing it from the tape like if i'm gonna judge someone's acceleration okay well if I'm judging somebody 20 yards out from their top speed versus 30 yards out from their top speed versus this guy starting at six miles per hour and this guy starting at two, you know, like there's just so much to incorporate into that, that I haven't gotten to that point yet. Yeah. Okay. And you, you and you worked a lot on uh, the miles per hour stuff for the guide. And that is awesome stuff. And that's all like top speed data. So like, Nick Singleton going 22 miles per hour in the open field at 215 mm-hmm. in high school is a little bit scary for uh, yeah. insane 9,500 Newtons. Just yeah. So so this might be a good time because I I'm a little bit curious about this as well. Like how do you calculate Newtons or like what do they mean necessarily? Yeah. So it's it's literally the the uh, the scientific definition of Newtons of force. So it's you know in in high school you probably heard force times maths equals acceleration. Well, we're doing mass times acceleration to find the force, which is, you know, that's just the other way to do it. You just flip the formula around. A big, a big guy yes, going I, fast. I am yeah. also a Star Wars fan. Love the force. Mm, not quite the same. Matt. But it's a, it's a big guy going fast, no? Like that? Yes, like, we, yeah. It's, it's basically, yeah, a speed score that everyone knows, just, you know, 40 times their weight it's that except with miles per hour basically cool yeah it's a really interesting thing that that y'all have been working on i uh 
Brandon opened it up to me when I was on with him a couple of weeks ago. So I'm excited to see where y'all where y'all uh, work on developing that. Okay, Matt, another pop quiz here. Who has a higher acceptance rate, Harvard or Walmart? I assume Walmart. Nope, Harvard does. No. It's it's harder to work for Walmart than it is to get into Harvard. I don't believe that. 